What's up, y'all? Another episode of Ready, Set, Go. We got Greg Brown here in the building, owner and coach of Fast Prep. And we got the infamous, y'all know this man over here, the infamous Will Collins, gang, gang. owner and coach of Fast University in the building, H-Town, through and through. You know what so, that is. What's up, guys? What we talking about today, man? What we getting oh, on? Man, man, we're gonna talk about some of this fashion. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff, but, man. I'm really looking forward to it. But before we before we get started, man, give mm-hmm. me a little background. Give give the audience a little background of who Greg Brown is. How did yeah. you get into fast prep? How did you get into the passion of coaching? Yeah, for sure. So you oh, know. hold on. You ain't giving him his introduction <laughs> correct, though. Hold on. Hit him, what, what we gonna hit him with? What, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> Young Grego. Yeah. Let go my ego, a.k.a. young OG, the youngest OG <laughs> of them all, a.k.a. Mr. Prep, Mr. Presidente. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, OG status. Up in the building now. Yeah, yeah, my guy. Yeah. Up in the building. Nah, man. I, man, so whenever I started coaching, obviously, I was actually a personal trainer first before I was even into any kind of coaching or anything like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So I came out, locked in with Coach Will, and then he kind of just guided me through all these different steps to how to be you know, a pristine coach, a coach that, you know, can be counted upon and can be reliable. You know what I'm saying? So that was the thing for me. I wanted to be someone just more than just, you know, the trainer. I wanted to really impact, you know, these kids' lives and really, you know, give them that success route that, you know, that I knew, at mm-hmm. least from what I uh, gathered from my own experience, how to kind of show them to, you know, navigate through all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, track, you know, for me, that was the best way for it because that's what I did in college. I had... Uh, you know, some pretty good experience from there. Plus, I work with him. I don't know if everyone knows that, but this was actually my coach. We've been knowing each other for like 14, 13, 14 years now. I don't now. even know. It's been like 13, 14 years. Yeah, I mean, you've I been was, rolling deep for a long time, dog. Yeah, like I was a freshman in high school. I remember coming out to some of his practices and doing, uh, he used to have abs on Wednesdays. I used to make every single one of those uh, ab Wednesdays, and I was just trying to get to it. I was just a young man, you know, in Katy, Texas, trying to figure so out So why you only to, came out on ab day, though? I mean, you know, try to get them out, them rock hard abs dog for the was, ladies. You know, that's what I heard. I heard that you know to run faster, you had to have strong yeah, core. That core. <laughs> <laughs> my core was weak. Were you so I, said, else, yeah, I, was <laughs> I was, you know, I was. I, I, you know, for me, I didn't really have no coach like that before, so I didn't even know how to like interact with that. Oh, you, you know thought this was a buffet? You get to pick and choose hey, the, uh, man, the drills. What he was, he wanted. He's being, he's being a little bit modest. He was a really good. He had some talent. He was a, you know, he had some talent. Yeah. He was on that football because, you know, Texas is big on football, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was on that football and everybody from there was from Cinco Ranch mm-hmm. and, you know, Katie, if you're in Katie, if y'all know who Katie High School is and Katie ISD, it's one of the top ISDs in the world for football and, and sports in general. So we have a lot of athletes here. So he came from that system and then like his vibe was more or less like trying to figure out where his... Uh, representation was what? What? How did he identify himself? Uh, and it's me being real. I'm, I was more like him. Like I was a shorter, smaller person. Did that make sense? Mm-hmm. And when you trying to, and you got speed. This boy got speed, right? So they was like, "What do I do with this guy?" Right? He got speed, but we got to get more than just speed, right? So he came and trained with us at our facility. The big thing that I saw with Greg early on, he was eager to learn. He was very open to figure things out, but he was also like consistent. I think he never had somebody that was invested into him to where they were spending time like actually showing you you could be great. So I saw the ability in him early, but I didn't really think too much. And this is me being honest. I didn't think too much about Greg, you know, at first. I just was like, you know, I always work with kids that needed help. You know what I mean? And I saw that he needed that help. I said, you know, I can help him and I'm going to help him. Fast forward, I met his mom and... Man, it was, it was pretty deep, man. We spent about like what, like how much, how many hours, how much time we spent in that trailer? Man, I think y'all was in there for about an hour, hour and a half. So you know, <laughs> do you mind if I share? No, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. So people don't know, you know what I mean? Like Greg went through a, a traumatic situation when he was young. You know what I mean? He went to like he was part of a daycare service for you know like a monastery or whatever you want to call it, and then they had like a pool there, and he almost drowned and died. You know, they called Damn. his mama. Yeah, they called his mom and was like, "Yo, your son's out here, you know." And yeah, that was that was one of the last times like 
that's why like with extra coaching or anything, even any extra curricular activities for me, we were just focused on school, coming back home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when you have that kind of lifestyle, then you don't really get, you know, that extra interaction, you know, uh, outside of just the school that, you know, you go to. So I think that kids at that time, you know, that that's where they build a lot of extra social skills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So uh, for me, you know, trying to find a coach like him, it was hard because I've never been in that situation. You know, I've never been through Little League football or youth track or anything like that. Everything was get home, do your homework, go back to school, whatever school got going. If you want to do the choir, you boom, know what I'm saying? Boom, 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 yeah. boom, 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 boom. That was yeah. it. But nothing extra. It was this, this, and that. And, you know, it, it is what it is. And that was part of, you know, the little growth process I had to get to whenever I was actually, you know, um, going through athletics and everything. But at the same time, you know, I think it made me better. It made me stronger for it too. So yeah, and you know, back to what I was saying with with with, with the situation, his mom didn't trust anybody with him after that situation. Yeah, I mean, who would though? I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm nobody. Your baby, your baby ain't clinging on to life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, like, you no, no yeah. cap, no cap. Yeah, for and, sure. And then and he told me this, but I didn't know this until you gotta understand. I learned this later when he became a coach with me. This is how our relationship developed over time. But, you know, I've been coaching him and then his mom allowed him to coach with me. And that's what that hour conversation in the trailer was. We was in a trailer doing a pre-sale. We was opening up a facility and we were in the trailer first and then we had to open up a facility later, right? So his mom came to the trailer was like, hey, my son keep telling me about you. And and I heard, you know, you know, you came from there and you're here now and he's been with you for years now. He wants to, you know, do this with you. Who are you? You know what I'm saying? And no, no, no. She threatened me, bro. She came with the shakedown. No, 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 Look, brother, you, people, people don't, some people don't care about their kids, I'm saying, at all. And this woman was willing to stab me, shoot me, or kill me if I did anything across this young man here. And she gave me the eyes, and she gave me the look, and she made me understand she loved this boy. And she said, I've never, and she said it, I've never let him go anywhere else. Be the first time. You better take care of my boy. Man, you we know. got the same mama, Doug. Yeah. We nah, have to. Mama. So fast forward, you know, and this is this part that's real, you know, and this is, I want to share this part and I had to ask him to share it. You know, his mom passed recently, you know what I mean? Within the last, what? Uh, it was 2020. So January 2020. So now we're gotcha. going to what? Three, four months now. Yeah. So, yeah, you know what I mean? Our condolences, man. I appreciate it. Definitely. And, you know, I think, it's hard and, you know, again, this is some of the things that I try to implement for the kids to understand, you know, like life's going to throw things at you and sometimes you're prepared, sometimes you're not. Obviously with that, definitely wasn't prepared, but, you know, I knew that what I knew and how much, you know, that that uh, that she gave me, what I learned was going to take me far in life. My biggest thing is now just making her proud, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's, that's my only goal. That's how I look at it. Uh, you know, I did my time for grieving. But now it's like I'm invigorated, you know, to do more, you know, and get better, create more ways and just do everything that I can to possibly, uh, you know, grow this whole uh, this whole idea and this whole uh, everything that I've invested so far up to this point. You know, continue to grow that and continue to give to the people that, you know, trust and believe in me as much as I can. I got you, man. Yeah. That, that's, and the big thing for me is that's the part I wanted to, you know, highlight the most is like. I have a father, I have a mother, we all have fathers and mothers, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, we all live a life cycle where we're going to live and die on this earth. And at the end of the day, you know, like, I wanted to be with somebody or around somebody or be in a partnership with somebody like him that helped me through that process too. You know what I mean? I love my father, I love my mom, I love my, my family. And I know that as we grow, I'm heading towards that same direction where my family have to pass through to the next side, to the side that everybody has to go to, which is where we want to go. I think especially as you become an adult, you you realize the inevitable is going to happen and those days are coming. You know what I mean? You have a legacy mindset. Yeah. And, and it, uh, it, it weighs heavy on me too. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. you think about getting that phone call one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know it's going to happen. Yeah. You know? So... Um, but yeah, I'm proud of him. Yeah, I'm proud of him though. He's a young guy, and this is me being transparent. I I love this guy. You know what I'm saying? And I don't care what people think. It's my God, I love him. And it's like when he went through that, he called me. He let me know what happened. I said, 
he wanted to work for me for free. I paid him, you know what I mean? Because we got to get him paid. I believe in mutuality. And then um, we built this partnership together over time. But, you know, my big thing was his mama told me, was like, I trust you with him in your hands. Take care of my son. That's the last thing she said to me before she passed, to me at least. You know what I'm saying? He showed back up. And for me as a coach, that hits really strong chords for me. And I told him that. He know how I feel about him. You know what I mean? It's like, ain't nothing I'm not going to do because I feel like God had a plan for us together. You know what I mean? So do you feel like you're more than just a coach? Do you look at yourself also as a mentor? That's my brother. That's my family. Yeah. Like, I've, I've fought for him. I fight for him. Whatever he needs, I'm going to fight for him. He's my guy. Like, it's not like that. You know what I mean? It's not about what people want to label it as. A lot, a lot of times in life, you won't have people that are fight for you. You might go through the hardest times in your life. You might go to jail. You might go to court. You're right. You might deal with def- defamation of your character. But you won't have people like him and people like us that rock with each other like this. It's different. Absolutely. Life is like, you know, a short period of time and if you think about it and that's how I look at it from his experience you know what I mean like I want to make sure that I'm enjoying it and he keeps me you know gravitated towards the truth because if a young man like this can go through that kind of hardship and stand as poised as he is and to be as fruitful as he is without having negative detractions taken away taken away from his life I can do it myself as a grown man you know what I mean so that's that's how that's what I take from Greg. I mean, if I didn't express it to him, that's how I feel about Greg. I'm impressed and proud of the kind of person he is. I know his mom would be more than approving of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he, the dude's a wonderful person. So it's like, I feel like what his mom asked for me, I think I did my job. You think I did? For me? Yeah, yeah, I did my sure. job. Yeah, yeah. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, she asked me to take care of him. I did. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's my dog. You know what I mean? My boy Ray got his flowers today, boy, for real. Yeah, I you appreciate ready that. For that one, I, huh? I wasn't. I ain't gonna lie, but you know, like I said, man, it's always much love, and I definitely appreciate everything you know that we went through the past what four years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, went through that winter storm, winter man, storm, shit. everything, man. Hey, have y'all watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> Winter's coming. <laughs> That's how it was. Hey, Yo, my wife was, thought that she was sweet because she's from New York, so they used was, to this though. stuff, right? Because you know, in Texas. We not used to this, right? So it got too cold where the lights went off. Mm-hmm. In New York, it could be like negative 50. Them boys still, lights on, school, you know, dominoes, yeah, school yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Not out here. Let it let it rain and it be 30 degrees, it's over. <laughs> Everything <laughs> done. It's canceled. Well, I ain't going to lie. I was freezing this morning, boy. I was like, why is it so cold? <laughs> yeah, they yeah, yeah, canceled yeah, the day. You keep playing. Yeah, yeah the cancel the day. You kept playing. <laughs> yeah. Let it rain. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But no, we had we had a, a situation. That's why I'm saying, like, for us, you know, if people get to know us as as an entity, and same thing with Justin joining us, man, for us, we just do what we love to do, and we do it with the people we love. You know what I mean? Like, this is my dude. You know what I mean? Like, I'm willing to fight for him physically. I'm willing to, you know, give my best for his family. Like, I'm willing to do what I got to do. Yeah. And that's what we believe in with our coaching, and that's what we believe in with our brand. You know, I feel like what we have. Other people need to have, and what the world is missing is family, and what the world is attacking is family. You know what I mean? So we're trying to create more family, create more village, create more of that where people can feel supported and feel normalized in a positive environment where people are trying to support each other through the hard times, though, the unsexy times. We always want to be there when it's sexy, when the camera's on. But when it's not sexy and people are dying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... um People are going to jail or people are sick and cancer, whatever it may be. That's what we are about. We we show up at those times. We take pride in being there and being present then. Facts. Facts. So, Greg, I, I learned a lot about you today already, dog. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. I but one thing I do know that y'all both share in common is a love for fashion. Man. <laughs> Them boys be talking about fashion all the time, dog. All the time, All the time. Man. But I mean- you hit me to a lot of things, man, yeah. both of y'all. You know what I mean? So let's let's talk about a little bit about we in the track world, we coaches, mm-hmm. and we know that fashion is in sports. You can't, you can't get around it, mm-hmm. right? And we've seen how fashion has come a long way throughout the years in sports. Let's talk about fashion and track and field. Let's maybe talk about some uh some uniforms. Yeah. Throughout the decades. How y'all how y'all feel about that? Y'all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So I'm gonna do a little, I'm gonna do a little 
little so tester. We talking, about, we talking about throwback, throwback. Like all the way in the yeah. back, or we talking like you know. We can go. Hey, we can go straight up. Uh, we can go straight up. Carl Lewis first. If you want to see what you got. That's the rollback, right? Yeah, see what you got. Pull up the Carl Lewis. Got that yeah. Carl Lewis right there with you. Ooh, <laughs> you good at me? Hey, let me magnify Carl. Yo, you Carl hey, look, I'm a U of H Cougar. I'm a, I'm alumni, so look, y'all, watch him out. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, Carl. Look at you, boy. Got them thighs out. Look at you. But look, this is a good outfit because of two mm-hmm. things. I'm going to keep it true. This is actually making a comeback. This is actually, um, what is it, 1980? That's probably 85, 86. Yeah, 86. That I think it looks yeah. like 86 Olympics. So that's actually bringing a comeback now. That's actually nostalgic. That's like, you know, like the um, Redeem team. Yeah, yeah. It's giving those kind of vibes. But what I'm what I like about this on a positive level is that they have the flags and little stuff right here on the inseam mm-hmm. and the and the silhouette. Yeah. People don't understand. There's track silhouettes. So like, you know, they got shoe silhouettes, you know, like if you have a Yeezy, that's a silhouette. If you got an Air Force One, that's a silhouette. If you got an Air Max, silhouette. You got a Honosuke Tiger A6, it's a silhouette. It's a different way of it looks from the side. These outfits, that let me know you from old school. That let me know you got a flat top. That let me know that you was on some earth, wind, and fire. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think it matches the nostalgia from that era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Most cats don't, couldn't identify track and field in that era. This speed suit identifies it. Oh, yeah. He was clean. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like he, and he, he was clean in his era. That's classic. People, people watch that on television and be like, right now. But you, you give me a cap of but uniform. Do you like know this? who look like that right now, though? <laughs> who? Name him. Who looks like this right now? Who wearing that same outfit today? Call him out. Grant Holloway? Exactly. Oh, Dang, yeah, that's boy. True. Sharp. That's boy true. Sharp. That's Shout true. out to the boy Grant. That boy Sharp. Shout out to Grant Holloway. That boy Sharp. But you know who yeah. wore before Grant? Alan Johnson. Yeah. Well, after Alan. David uh, Oliver. Okay. And Terrence. Ter- well, you know. Terrence had a couple scams. Oh no, you right. Yeah, he, he had the speed two bottom. Yeah, the speed two bottom. You right. Yeah, because he was on that speed. Yeah, you right. See, David. It, David told me he said the reason why he wore the shorts was because he says he he, he didn't want his grandma to see him out on TV with uh, in the short tights and everything. What you mean? The tights is better. He, he didn't want the print. He didn't want the print. He didn't want his, his grandma. Ah, didn't want the print. He didn't want to show him the ham. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, grandma didn't want to see the print. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember Look, him telling man. me that, bro. I was like, practice, I was at practice with. I was that, that's kind of real, though. And he was like, I was like, man, why you be wearing like the cross country shorts? Yeah. What's up with that? He's like, hey, man, grandma said I can't wear the uh, the print out, man. That ain't for the world to see. So see? you know, that's how hey, I talk yeah. too. No, this is a real topic. We're gonna we're gonna expound upon this. So we train girls and guys, right? So every guy has a like a uh, what do you call it? A coming of age moment, right? When you in a track and field game, you a young dude. You really didn't want to wear a little tight. Nah, game. you really had to yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you really didn't want to wear a little tight game. You know what I'm saying? That one for you. I remember when they you had them. The tights underneath the yeah, shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, you, you, because come on, bro. You can't just be out here just yeah. doing whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'll just be a real. Hold on. What's classified as doing whatever, though, bro? What is classified as bro, doing whatever? Bro, come on, man. You know, you know what it is. <laughs> you saw. <laughs> You saw Lil Jimmy in them. <laughs> you be like, bro, you gonna put some compressions on or something? Like, I remember back in the, you know, I don't, I don't want to say uh, it's back back in the day, yeah. but just a couple of years ago, ten years ago, you came out with them, bro. You, they be looking at you like, oh nah, he can't, <laughs> he ain't all that boy. Don't even care about the way he look. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I yeah. mean, now it's kind of like if you rocking it and uh, you actually got the talent behind it, I think that you know you look good, you feel good, you are gonna perform good. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Especially yeah. emphasis on the uh, on the feel good, you know. It's a it's a generation of identity. Exactly. That kids care exactly. about their own individual identity now. Yeah. And people mm-hmm. are cool with that because you you being yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah, but what I was saying was there's like a crossover to like um to where you reach the maturity, right? Mm-hmm. So with young girls in the track game, the moment you go to college, you get the opportunity to wear spanks. Yeah. Do you remember? Remember yeah, Simone yeah. went to like New Balance. I shout, remember. Shout out to Simone Ballard. I remember. Shout out to USC. But she had the opportunity to wear some Spanx at New Balance. She's like, ooh, I got the Spanx. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a dad, right? A bunch yeah, of girls, so right? Like, so I'm like, I'm like, 
No, get the tights. <laughs> Marion Jones tights. Yeah, yeah. To, to the Marion Jones yeah. tights. <laughs> <laughs> to your knees. Yeah, to, to the your knees. knees. <laughs> Come on, to man. Knees. You know Skin tight gauchos yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get some Lululemon to the ankles. Let's yeah. Something. You know, I'm just messing around. Yeah, yeah. Nah, but you want the you want the girls out there running like I ain't uh, gonna lie. I don't do all like that. Uh, like Robert. Like uh, like Robert be out there. Robert Daniels. If you ever, so people know me as a coach. I'm a female coach specifically too, obviously now. They think yeah, I'm a female yeah. coach, right? If you want your baby to wear Spanx, you at the wrong team. I ain't that dude. I'm yeah. going to put your baby in shorts. You know what I mean? That's just me. Now, could it be smaller shorts? Yeah. If that's what y'all approve of, I'll let whatever dad says make it. Mom, you may not get it, but dad, if dad says he can make it, I'll let him make it. But mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that you know things are done the right way and progressing in the right way. You know yeah. what I mean? But that's what I'm saying with guys. When we were guys and we were coming up, I remember like in high school in Texas, you had to wear tights with the like the little yeah. over part to cover over. So then when we got to college, we was just wearing straight wrestling speed suits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, boys yeah. were just hanging and banging, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Running, running nine nines and, and, and doing it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but what I'm getting at is this, like, it was like a you had to mature to that. Yeah. As a grown man, like he had I remember, to, yeah. Yeah, like he I remember to. like. I used to look at the older dudes, like when we first got into college and they used to do their warm, they used to like work out. And you know, I'm still like a high school dude, so I'm wearing still shorts and I'm looking like a high school dude running out as a freshman. These dudes wearing like just straight tights and like a singlet. I'm like, boy, you out here looking, you know, fruity in the mud. You know, I'm just, that's just me, dog. I'm just keeping it real. So fast forward, as I became older, I'm like, this is professional. This is, this is we got to stay free and, yeah, and, yeah. and wind resistant. Yeah. You know, can't be out here wearing no basketball shoes. Yeah, can't you be know with boxes, with boxes dog. on. Come on, dog. Out here, out here with the plaid boxes on. <laughs> hey, basketball you, live in, you live in reckless. You walking spikes. like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I used to run track, no cup. <laughs> Straight boxes. <laughs> hey, with Haynes, bro. Hey, what? With Haynes. Slide through the slide. Fruit of the loom. Boy. It is what it is. We trying to get to it, you know? Because, I mean, hey. that's just what it was. You know, I mean, for me, at least, I felt like that was kind of like, you, you flirting with that line. It's like, oh, that's, that's, that's too free. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you can cover up a little bit more. But, I mean, like you said, uh, uh, get. It is a moment where you have to kind of like mature into. I remember like when, when we was at Sam, I mean, we had the short shorts, but I always wore the the pants. You know what I'm saying? Then I think back in high school, we had a, the one piece. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that was cool, but I always wore some shorts. Y- y'all seen Sean Masagani wore the, um, the he wore exactly what the hell? Uh, Carl had on? Carl had on because yeah. he wanted to pay tribute to his coach. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, not so fly. To me, and I, Sean, we fam, you know what I'm saying? But that wasn't so fly to me. You know why? Because the era that we're in now is more a tribute to the 90s, not the 80s. Am I lying? It's I mean, more it's, like a 90s. This generation is back on the 90s. 90s. Yeah, our was 90s, yeah. not 80s. Yeah, yeah. So he, he went too far back to where boys ain't had relativity. So I saw it and I respected it because I'm an OG, like you an OG, right? But somebody in your range, like. Yeah, I do feel, I'm like. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. You kind of not cool. relating to it. And that's, I think that's the biggest thing about fashion. Fashion always cycles. Fashion always returns. And then fashion is a story. You know, It tells a story about who you are, where you're from, and what your inspirations are, and what, what really puts you in a direction in that way. Yeah, yeah. So what you think of this one right here? We got- This hard. Got a soft back in like yeah, what, that 2007 era. I definitely wear this. This is classic. This is classic. That's fire. I remember this is. I, I can tell you the, the day and all that. It's Rietta, Rietta, Italy or whatever, right? That's Italy. Nine seventy. That's probably it. Yeah. Nine seventy two. Rietta, Italy. Yeah. Just crossing the line. See, that's how me as a track person, I can tell by the uniform when it was and what went down. Like, show me some more. I show me some more. I can. T- I can just tell you what era we was in and what what time was being right so, at that this time. This boy got the tricks going on. Let me track see. scholar. Yeah, I got it. Let me show me something. Let's go. Let's go with the uh, with Tyson Gate. Let me see. You know, I wasn't really feeling Adidas through the years. They haven't made really good uniforms that stand out to me. That one not. You know what I'm saying? Ah, this one I had myself. You had the whole duct tape Trash. speed suit. Yeah, I couldn't do that one. What you hey. thought? What you? What you? What did you think? What made you buy that uniform, Tyson? Tyson, it's trash. What made you buy that uniform though? 
No, my dad bought it. I didn't buy that shit. I was uh, looking for that Nike. And then the niggas just came with this. I'm skewing my language, my bad. But that's what they came with, bro. This was trash. Let me explain to you why it's trash. Back then, and this is Adidas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adidas until the end of his career, yeah. This is so trash. Like, it was just so trash. Because you know, you know what came out this time? Kanito tape. Oh, the K tape. K tape came out at the time, like 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 very lightly. Oh, uh, yeah. So this yeah, represented yeah. K tape, but on top of the uniform. On top of the uniform, and that's so what it's, supposed, it's supposed to be the same it thing. It's supposed to be technology. They couldn't beat Nike in their technology, so they just faked it. They was out here faking some shit. You know how that's what happens when you fake something. You look like this. <laughs> hey, it got, it got him that nine six. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, ran nine know, six. He, like like he like ran that. He like that. Six in that Kinesio suit. Yeah, hey, that Kinesio. He was a Shaw Tyson man without a American hey, Tyson, If you was in a Nike speed suit, you'd have been faster, dog. You boy be. got the nanotech on, man. That's it. <laughs> that boy had duct tape on his back. So would you? Would you? So once again, like I said, Inspired I mean, him. Adidas came out with like the tribute to Jesse Owens. That was nice. I like that one. But it was to me, it was just too plain. It was a white. It was a white jersey, which is blue and a red stripe across the across the chest. See, I enjoyed that. Why? So, so what, Tyson. What? So I came at you early aggressively, and now. But I'm listen, back. Tyson don't get to choose a uniform, so it's Adidas. Well, Adidas, I'm coming at y'all aggressively, and then when you call me, look, I didn't mean nothing. Look, this is nice. Yeah. You know why I like that? I think because it's a simplicity, it, and it tells a story though. Mm -hmm. It has a true in-depth story that people have to dig into. And this is something that Jesse Owens had wore at the time. It was something similar to that. It was inspired by. And that's what I'm about. I mean, like, same thing with Justin. Like, there's some things that you've done and you've done that we're going to really commemorate in the next few years. Next year, the next six months. We're going to make sure that you're celebrated. But, like, yeah, this is like a, you know, it's a beautiful history to be, you know, somebody as greatest of all time, which is this is one of them. This is Tyson Gay. You got Justin here. There's a few of those guys, and these guys are all in a special club, just like the people that put on the yellow jackets in football, and we don't have that. So that's, I like the fact that they bring that tie into that fraternity. Mm -hmm. That fraternity means a lot to me, you know what I mean? Because the history of track and field and sprinting needs to be told by people like us and people like you. I think you, you, you just really hit home with something. Mm -hmm. We need to be, be able to pay tribute to the athletes who hit a certain milestone. You better. Right? You better. And, you know, you got the green jackets, you got the gold jackets. You better. Athletes who have gone on to either win Olympic gold medals yeah. or run a certain time yeah. should be able to have pay tribute to and be like, people should have a pay member's homage, jacket. Patient yeah. homage to them. Yeah. And, uh, we should probably start that. We're Fast University and this is the first time we got on here and said it. We'll create something for you guys on the highest level where if you're the fastest of the fast, We'll provide something that commemorates you over time because we believe in that. We want to keep the history and the culture of sprinting alive, and then you guys deserve that. As um, people don't understand the, you know, the pain and the sacrifice we go through as this sport, yeah, to become the greatest of all time and become these greats, it's just immense. So we want to make sure that our uh, legacy stays alive. No, so we got we got some more on here. I got one of me. I got a few of me as well. Let me see. Nah, hey, listen. You was mad that you. ready, set, go, bro. Nah, I would, I would delete you out of that. I'm about to go off this on your be, ass. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> you remember, I ain't make this uniform, all right? It'll be just me, me. It'll be me and Greg on this episode. <laughs> hey, man. Nah, that shit terrible. Look, that shit. <laughs> so I'm looking at it, right? I mean, it's not terrible. It's but not terrible. I, I would just, I would it's question, like a it's what's, like a the, what's the inspiration by? Yeah. I have no idea. Nebula? You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. Just like you said with the uh, with the Jesse Owens, you know, there, there's a story behind it. Yeah. And you know. Guys, take a look at that. That ain't. If that's, you can see it. It's, it's not terrible, but it's like, it's pink, it's blue, it's got a little bit of a, what do you call that? Like a tie It's like effect, um, a nebula effect. Digital abstract. Art. That's what it looks like, and it has no it has no rhyme or reason to it. Like, I'm gonna speak to Nike. You know, shout out to uh, Nike. Shout out to Tim Phelan. All right. So this next picture we have, it's a couple of different outfits in the picture, so you can check it out. I got the X Step on. You got Adidas in the background, the orange, and you got, of course, remember Nike when they had the neon neon green. Oh yeah, that neon neon green, green suits in the back. That's what I was nah, just about to say. One. He cut me off. That's what I was about to say. This one. Is That's yeah. what I was about to say. Mm. That's, That's the exactly one. what I was talking about. Yeah. So let's get to, the, let's talk about multiple things. This is what I was talking about with nostalgia. Oops. 
So the one that you see here, this is USA. That's nostalgic. It gives a little nostalgia because they had similar uniforms to this, probably like a certain years. I forgot what year it was, but it was that 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 looked similar. Mm -hmm. Whenever they had this yellow, I remember this yellow, this bright yellow. Yeah, this. That neon yellow. Yeah, and this is actually this is not even the one that y'all had. That that was the first one. The first one y'all had was black. It had circles in the back and it was cut out. Mm -hmm. it was, uh, silicone. Yeah, yeah. So like, this is actually the third generation of what we're talking about. But like, people don't understand Pantones. And you know, when you start doing clothing, you start doing different things in more specificity, you understand the color palettes and the Pantone. So that Nike yellow, or it was Bolt. It's actually Nike Bolt. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called. It's not yellow. It's actually Bolt. Nike Bolt. So that's called Nike Bolt. So that Bolt is a specific color that has a certain, certain mixture of green, yellows, and electric yellow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, that's a certain thing. So I remember when like, when you saw that, um, uh, who was doing it? Under Armour tried to copy right away. Uh, uh, Reebok tried to come, so they tried to like do some offset yellow. But I think a Nike had put in some sort of like that's our yellow. You can't do it right now type situation mm -hmm. or something, and like they just stood on it. That yellow went for three generations in Nike in their speed suits because of the fact that they owned the Pantone. See, this is what people don't discuss in fashion, like, and that's what Kanye was talking about. That's when you see Kanye go off on the rants, right? He's talking about certain things are kind of rigged. You know what I mean? Meaning like if you own the Pantone or if you've created your own color set and it's very, it's a slight variance and it's locked in, you can actually own the Pantone. You can limit people from using it. Hmm. Get the license of the Pantone. Wow. Okay. It's, I know it's just like IP. Similar. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. See, I knew something. I just learned something today. Education. <laughs> So you had you had yeah. one uh, of Lele, right? So you had um, some uniforms oh, of Lele? Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, with Lele, she's was signed by Savage, Savage Fenty. Fenty. So y'all, Rihanna signed her. So this is what we like about track and field now. So track and field is a different sport now where you used to get signed by Puma and Nike, like Justin and different individuals. And one person could could get your whole fit like a, in a 360. This is her now. This is a Savage Fenty made by uh, Rihanna. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's a one-off art. It's an art piece. When she's lined up against Nike and Adidas athletes and Puma athletes, they're all gonna look exactly the same. Listen, when I was with XTEP, that feeling of being unique, yes, one of one, yes, it, it made you feel powerful. Yes. Because once you stepped out there, you knew that you didn't have what everybody else had. Yeah. And everybody else mm. is looking at what you have on. Mm. You know what I mean? It's almost damn near a distraction because People who even have uniforms are still like, damn, I'm trying to get what you got on, dog. Yeah, like, yeah, how I yeah. get that? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it holds power in a different way. What I really like about Savage Fenty and these different brands that are taking investment towards track and field is that, you know, it offers the brand an opportunity to have the most elite physique in your hand for modeling, for anything. And along with that comes performance accolades. So these people are just valued at a different level in this realm, especially if you're doing sportswear, like Savage Fanny's doing sportswear. Mm -hmm. So like you're a bad looking mom or you want to look bad or you want to feel tough and look sexy. You see Alicia looking, killing people over her. You put on the same outfit with the same color pattern as yeah, her. Yeah, yeah. Now you got your little light shine, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's but true. that's what I'm getting at is that, you know, that the relatability. Energy, that energy that we mm -hmm. bring, that brand that we bring, it should be marketed more and it should more deals like this should occur for us. And that's the reason why we started Faster Premium Goods. And that's why we have our own brand to sign our own athletes to offer that opportunity where we can control the narrative, support the narrative that fits our athlete. If our athlete's fiery and you know, I got a young daughter. We call her Pico. She, you know, she she got a little zest, so we call her Pico. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? And you know, if she had a speech suit, it'd be some tamales on there, or some some spicy on there, yeah, yeah, Pico suit. But you get what I'm getting at. Mm -hmm. You you roll with the personality of the individual, and that's what Savage Fenty's offering. And the deal from a business standpoint, because I want to talk about business on this podcast, because you know it's good to talk about everything else, but let's talk about a little bit of business about the economy. When you have athletes 
that have the flexibility to run for Savage Fenty, Nike, and Oakley or Gucci or Armani, it for one, it dilutes the risk for the sponsor because you're having a lower amount of threshold to get in to sponsor an athlete. So if this athlete wins a gold medal, they're doing it with Savage Fenty on their back. They're doing it with the Savage Fenty bag when they come across. You can, you can maneuver whatever marketing you need. But what I find is that it's extraordinarily limiting for the growth of an athlete in this type of a sport. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This specific sport to have a, a one entity limiting everything. Meaning like one entity saying you should show up to this place and do this and do that. This athlete needs to be pretty like an entrepreneur type athlete. They need to be like an entrepreneur type brand where a lot of individuals are supporting it and invested into it. I mean, you see Nike moving to it now. It's the largest, you know, sporting brand in the world. And they're doing small time collab with niche um, designers that are in specific realms and in specific demographics. That's very tactful, tactful and tactical. Kind and- of like Off-White. Doing exactly. a collaboration all, yeah, yeah, Virgil Abloh. It's the same concept. And same thing with Kanye and all these things. These, mm-hmm. these collabs, and I don't want to give out too much, but you know, be on the lookout for a high-label collab for us from some of these people we named in the conversation. But these collabs are for certain reasons because they need to find relativity in a market they may have no hand in or they may not have a good stronghold in. Yeah, it can be so, very uh, conflated and everything. Absolutely. Conflated. It could be somewhat conflated in that demographic. So this is the economy. This is an economy conversation where we're talking about track and field and the economy. See, what people understand is if you ran track and somebody was going to pay for all your runs for your whole career and pay for your house and pay for everything, and all you have to do is just work on your brand, wouldn't that be a better look, right? That's the look. That is a look. Hey, y'all know what time it is. If you're not watching Ready, Set, Go, then you need to have your eyes on prize picks. It's a daily fantasy sports game. Rod, tell them what it is. Man, let me tell you how easy it is. Use our code GATLIN, head over to prizepicks.com or download the app, and let's get it popping. At Prize Picks, you don't play against anybody. You play only against the Prize Picks projections. You pick between two to six players, and you select either more or less against the Prize Picks projections. And you know the best part about it? It takes less than 60 seconds to make your entries. Now, that's my kind of sport. You guys know I'm always flying with my Eagles, but Prize Picks does way more than just the NFL. They do the NBA, track and field, and a plethora of other sports. Tap into Prize Picks. And with Prize Picks, you can win up to 25 times your money. You can turn 10 into 250, and you can turn 100 into 2,500. You get what I'm saying? Cha-choo! With our code Gatlin, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. That means if you put in $10, They'll put in $10. If you put in $50, they'll put in $50. But we all know you want to put in $100. Go to prizepicks.com slash Gatlin and use the code Gatlin for the first deposit match up to $100. So what do you say to the people who feel, who maybe not as fashion forward thinking, right? But love sports. And they feel like maybe that fashion, those fashion statements are maybe distracting. Like, let's say, like, uh, people you say that all, always about Flojo. Like, oh, man, she come out with a one leg or she come out with the nails. She come out with the different colors. She came out with different tones that I think a lot of people didn't even see before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, with the gold and the patterns. It's like that. She took risk mm-hmm. and she, she was bold. But also, it represented how she sprinted. How do you, what do you feel about that? What y'all... Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's like that's that's part of the sport. You know what I'm saying? It's such an indiv- indiv- uh, individualistic sport that, you know, you have to have some type of style. You got to be able to put yourself on out there so the world can see you. If she was like, you know, a little bit more conservative, I guess, do you think she probably would be the same athlete? You know what I'm saying? I, th- I really do believe that the way you look and how you feel go hand in hand. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you 100% because I feel like sometimes – certain colors and patterns stifle your creativity mm-hmm. and it, su- it suppresses your energy. Mm-hmm. It's been uniforms I've worn in the past. I'd be like, man, I would never wear this in my <laughs> yeah. life. You're not feeling that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or the color shoes. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, I would never race in no pink spikes. Why y'all giving me pink spikes? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think now a lot of these athletes, 
will say, well, I'm getting paid for it, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. So it's almost like turning a trick. It's like, I'm, you're paying me, so yeah. I, I guess I'll wear it. But like you said, we're in an individual sport, a sport where you should be able to stand out on your own because your mark is going to count for yourself. Exactly. So you should be able to represent who you are. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's the key now. You know, being able to represent. I think Shakira has done a great job of that. I think uh, Noah is trying his best to do a good job of that as well. And a few others like, you know, um, Fred, Fred's country, bro. You know, he's wearing a hat and wearing jeans, bro. Like real jeans, Wranglers. You know what I mean? So that's what I respect about Fred, you know, and that's what I respect about individuals who, you know, we and him talked about before we got on the show. Fashion and the way that we wear our clothes is a way of expressing our personality to the world. It's a, it's a marketing sign to say, this is how I am. I'm kind. I'm outgoing. I'm fiery. I'm exciting. I'm whatever. These things represent us and reflect us. It gives us a chance in this world to represent who we are and who we see ourselves as. So like these opportunities should be maximized at the highest level because this is what inspiration comes from. And that's why I think that uh, a lot of individuals like, you know, us for one, a lot of individuals like Flojo, Kanye West, Amigos, people that have made strong cultural impact in a short amount of time. If you want to make a cultural impact, it starts with food, music, um, language, you know, different things of that nature. So have to understand what causes people to find relativity to you, or find gravity towards you. And that's what I find in what we're doing in track and field that's different. And that's what we're doing as our brand is we're giving athletes an opportunity to speak their personality, to show themselves, to be who they really are holistically. Like my mama do be acting like this and I'll be with my mama every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, I yeah. like people to be like that. Like I'm with my family all the time. You know what I mean? That's my that's me, bro. I can't act like I'm trapped. <laughs> so from a fashion standpoint, yeah. you know, I'll use the example Crocs, right? Yes. Crocs been around for a while. It is. For a while, right? Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden it seems like this younger generation has taken on the croc and it's now it's become feverish in a way. Like every young kid has a pair of crocs. You ain't cool if you ain't got crocs. That's facts. Mm -hmm. What what made it hit, but then it did it almost in reverse. Usually you find fashion hits quick and then it kind of fades, but it took a while for it to catch on. Now like it's those, hitting. It's, those, it's the story it. behind it and the yeah. functionality behind it. What and those it? gibbets too. Like when they yeah. put the little gibbets, it's kind of like create off. It's a you know? canvas you can create, create mm -hmm. off of. The it's individuality. Like it's, it's the individuality. It's Vans. None of this remember, the same, remember, you know? remember Vans? Yeah. yeah. They had red vans, white yep. vans. You can customize your vans. Checkerboard. Checkerboard. Air Force Ones. They're white. Yeah. Yeah. They're just whites, bro. They're just white shoes playing with a silhouette. Mm -hmm. The basic Yeezys. You know what I'm saying? People don't need all the custom Yeezys and shit. They don't be customizing Yeezys. They're Yeezys. They just come the way they are. You know what I'm saying? It's the silhouette that we get here for. I think that's the same thing with the shoes I have on now. These are the Onosuke Tigers upgraded version, right? So the Onosuke, Onosuke Tigers are the first Nike shoes. The first waffle shoes were Onosuke Tigers. The first shoes that were made for sprinting were Onosuke Tigers. But what I'm saying is this is like a, almost like a retro modern re-up shoe, like a Virgil Abloh type shoe, right? Yeah. So what I'm saying, they took an old concept with a story that I would recognize and they read it up to where the shoe, the base of the shoe looks like something that we would wear now, which is thick and something that, that's not really based for running, but it looks cool though. Yeah. And that's what I'm getting at with us and what we're getting at with fashion. And, you know, I'm from, I'm born in 1984. When you born? Same? 92. So like, and you born in when? 95. You see 95, what I'm saying? Yeah, 95. That's a whole 10 year gap though. <laughs> I was a whole human then, boy. Yeah. So real. look, he dressed <laughs> like this, I'm dressed like this, you dress like that. But we all find similar things very much the same. Yeah. It's fly. So like, that's the key. And we relate together on those things. And we would like, damn, y'all like how you look. I want where you get that clothes. And that's how we are. That's similar. All of the clothes and the fashion just ties us into the story. Gives you an ability to listen to somebody else's story. And it gives a way to be able to paint your story. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's extremely important. Like you said, in the, in the, especially in the track realm, man, you got to be able to stand out. You got to be able to stick out. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. That's one thing I really liked about y'all when I first saw y'all on the scene was the fact that Y'all made it a fact that you want to stand out. You create your own clothes. You create your own patterns. 
create your own style, but then you interlaced it with track. And you ain't, you know, because you find a lot of people who can do one good and the other one kind of like, I, you know what I'm saying? But you guys are, are hitting the mark on both sides, you know, coaching wise, but you're also doing it in a very fashionable way. What is, what do you contribute that to? What is, what is your taste? What is your style? What have y'all made already? And what's coming down the pipeline already? Well, I want to start off by just saying shout out to Jacob. Jacob, you know. Yeah, yeah, High Park, yeah. High Park Goods. So if y'all don't know- Shout what, out to High Park. Shout out to High Park Goods. You know, they're one of the top street rare brands in the world, fastest growing street rare brands in the world. Just look it up, Google it. You'll know what it is. Um, I started making clothes, you know, just to, to outfit my athletes. Made some hoodies that were black and it just said fashion in the front. And it was, it was on that um, straight out the Compton vibe. You feel me? So I was on that. And it was like, we're just going to wear our hoods. We're going to be black pants. You know what I mean? Blacked out, bro. It was black power. At <laughs> 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 that time. And um, like, I met him and he told me about this ideal of high park goods and thing about creatives. And my mama, people don't know that. My mom is a seamstress. She does wedding dresses. My mom's a florist. She also does art. My mom's an artistic person. My mom took me to art classes every day since I was in Korea. I used to draw. I did Dragon Ball Z pictures. I just drew and did a lot of things with my hands. My mom made me an artistic person, you know? So with that, I wasn't able to use that anymore outside of track. I use it through looking at the lines. I look at physical stuff. When I go to practice, you see me, I turn my head a lot. I see lines when I, when I watch training. So I use those same lines in art, you know what I mean? And it's, it's an orchestra for me. And I play music. So all these things just combine. And for me, whenever we go into doing this business and we grow on this concept, I felt like I wanted to create something that people could be a part of, that people could feel expressed properly. Like I'm fast and I got clothes that represent being fast. That's, that's, that's relevant, bro. Like, you know, like I remember back in the days I had to dress like, excuse my language, I'm about to cuss, but. You can say whatever you want to I was about to cuss. I didn't cuss. No, I didn't, Justin. I didn't. Okay. But I was looking like fucking Catwoman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not Catwoman, dog. <laughs> bro, come on, yeah, man. I'm just like, saying, bro. We, you you trying to look fast. You looking like Catwoman in his suit. You know Ugh. what I'm saying? Trying to look fast. So what I'm saying is like- said a ninja or something. It? Yeah, yeah, it's like something sleek. You gotta be like, tight. you gotta be bulletproof. <laughs> what, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he can say snake eyes. Snake eyes. Nah, boys out here looking like Catwoman, bro. Catwoman. Michelle Wearing tights upon, you know? Holly Berry. Holly Berry. Damn, Halle Berry. But y'all get what I'm saying though, right? So like, I wanted to change that narrative because like, we all from where we from, we want to represent being fast. And it's like, there was no brand that was representing that sexy. You know what I mean? It was like, you either wearing Nike and that's a workout situation. You know what I mean? It wasn't like something you could wear out, floss. So like, that's the point for us, you know, it was like create clothes that's inspired by the fastest humans on the planet. And then it just had to be about running. You could be a race car driver. We do stuff with race cars now. We do things with people. You could be a Rubik's Cube, the fastest Rubik's Cube guy. We might want to lock in with you. You know, tap in, guys, if you see us. You know, shoot us a DM. We may want to sponsor you. But, like, we believe in just guys living a fast lifestyle because what comes with being fast comes with being creative, adaptive. Like, our clothing is even made fast. Like, we try our best to design quickly, to be in the moment when we design and create, and then try to create the moment in a very effective way to where we can capture the moment and the excitement. We want to capture that excitement. So that's the big thing for us when we create clothing. And that's what sprinting is about. Sprinting is about 9.5 seconds, 19. It's a very short amount of time. You train a lifetime to create this one moment that you captivate individuals. You know what I mean? May it be Olympic finals. May it be the NCAA championship. Whatever it is. But it's a big race. And that's what we want to capture with our clothing is that, you know, a moment, you know. And that's why if you see all of our clothes, it's. I say just extravagant, but it's just bold. You see us. You know who we are. It's not a question. We didn't, like you said, we didn't tiptoe about it. We seen. So um, 
Y'all got some of the gear on right now, right? Y'all got the tribe, the yeah, new tribe shirt yeah, got on. Baller tribe, baby. Baller tribe. Shout out to of tribe. Yes, sir. You so all my mean? entrepreneurs, if you got a business, always wear your clothes. Yeah. Yeah, your marketing platform. Don't got the Jay Get. Yeah, I got the, I got the Fast Unlimited. <laughs> Fast Unlimited hat on. Yeah. Yeah. So we have more stuff coming. Wait till you see the unlimited. Hold on, let me get gear. my let me get my um let me get my shirt real quick. Yeah, I grab that shirt. Yeah, yeah, go grab a shirt. Yeah, yeah. Man, look, the unlimited gear is going to go crazy. As Justin walks off, let me do a let me do my QVC thing. <laughs> so hey. I almost, wore that one. I almost wore that one today. I ain't gonna lie to you. I yeah, almost wore this one today. That's the one. So let's talk about the concept, Jess, so you can get some. Put it on the other side so they can see it. So, so Justin, the explain so the concept how we how we came up with this. Man, you know, like you said, man, I, I never really thought about the fact of embodying what your fashion is going to be. Mm-hmm. I always around, thought about I always thought about um what I just thought was cool, what yeah. I thought I liked. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Fast Forever and Matte Black with the with the infinity. It's the infinity sign. That's but his see, logo. That embodies me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a flashy guy, yeah. but at the same time, I like something that's gonna stand out. Cutting something edge. that's gonna be one on one, something cutting edge. Um, and that's my mentality, especially when I approach even sports. Yeah. I approach it in a very uh, military upper echelon, yeah. yeah, upper echelon, tactical. SEAL Team Six, yes. tactical style. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah, and that's what it, that's what it's all about. And look, this is shout out to the Colorado Buffaloes. This is inspired by you guys, and don't let nobody lie to y'all. Supporting all the way through, win or lose, believe in it. So, so what what do you feel that um is next coming down the pipeline? I mean, realistically, you know, for us specifically for you. I'm super excited for you because your style, your style allows me to use my style because I think me and your styles are very similar. So, you know, your style is like uh, urban high couture. That's what I would label it as. With a little bit of sports, you know, sports functionality type clothing. Yeah. Tech wear, tech wear clothing. So I'm just excited to see, you know, us expound upon that. You know, it's like a childhood dream to me to be dressed like a ninja. If you see my pants, you can see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like tactical, functional clothing that makes sense. If you see us wear hats because it's hot outside, if you see us wear certain clothes because it's, it's the climate. Yeah. So we're going to wear clothes that's functional. That's, that's the next wave for us, I think. As simple as that. Oh. We're Greg. Guy. Hold on. We, we just grabbing all kinds of clothes. <laughs> oh, man. We <laughs> grabbing it. But yeah, no, this is the, uh, the latest Newest one we got coming out right now, the Fast You Legacy Edition. So pretty much, you know, this is a it's a little bit of a different style that we uh, tried to go into. Yeah. Which is uh, with the embossed on the hoodie and on the back, of course, obviously. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So something new, you know, for your head top, dog. <laughs> so, Greg, you, I've been around you long enough to know that you're a man of few words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when it talks about fashion... You talking about fashion, bro. So yes, where did that fashion for you come from? I mean, for me, I ain't going to lie. Like, I wasn't really the fashionable guy back in high school, you know? So I feel like, I feel like, you know, now I can really kind of explore that and, and dive deep into that because I have a purpose behind it. You know, I want my kids to be the best out on the field and I also want them to look the best. I yeah. want them to hold, I want that, I want them to have the whole uh, package. You know what I'm saying? So I challenged myself and something that I'm probably at that point when I first started wasn't that good and you know we, <laughs> me and him, we got into it a couple of times, you know? So I was just like, hey man, I'm just, I'm gonna do my best and I'm gonna continue to learn. I'm gonna continue to grow on it, you know? So just being able to do the fashion and that end, and you know, on the creative side, I feel like that's really uplifted me in all aspects, you know, of, of everything. So, as I continue to try to get more creative with him, create more uh, different colorways and different uh, ideas and projects, I think that where we're headed to is going to be a place that like yeah. no one ever seen before. Yeah, we love the quality. Yeah. We want to create more quality, and I don't know if people know about our brand. Our we don't make a lot, and we're not. It's not about money. So we're not trying to, you know, we're not trying to sell you yeah. on this. Believe me, we're not trying to. We only sell our clothes to individuals who are connected to us. And if you want to buy our clothes, you have to either know us or have access to our clothing. So we only do it at clinics. We only do it in person. So we either had a certain pop-up or we're at a certain collaboration, like with High Park or somewhere. Like, you know, High Park just did a collaborative with um, Houston Rockets. So it's like, for us, we want to keep it in-house. 
So whenever you see our clothes, it's on the right person that represents us. Mm-hmm. And that's what we believe in. If you want, if you believe in this fast stuff and you believe in what we're doing, mm-hmm. man, reach out to us, bro. Yeah, we'll, we'll work with you guys. You know what I mean? Sure. But we're not limiting anybody. It's just that it's only for people that's really for real about this lifestyle. Yeah. 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 That's, that's respectful. That's respectful. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's coming down the pipeline for you on the fashion side? You know what I mean? Because you made Fast University, mm-hmm. you got Fast Prep, mm-hmm. got Hurdle Science now. You got, you got um, Fast Unlimited. You got Fast Unlimited. <laughs> we in the building. Got Baller Tribe. Yeah. So everyone has their own style. Everyone has their own brand. Yeah. And everyone is always constantly rocking it. And y'all swapping back and forth. So like like now you're wearing a tribe shirt, yeah. right? So you represent. How do we keep it all in one house? How do you keep it all in one house? Because everyone else is so every- their own character, right? So how do, you, how do you have everyone march to the beat of their own drum, but going to the same destination? So what we decided to do was, and you were part of that conversation was, we're going to have all of our clothes uh, driven through the faster premium goods, all of our premium clothes. So what we mean by premium is, you know, the weight of our clothing. Like this is 450 GSM. This is thick, heavyweighted clothes. Like we put time into the fabric and into the uh, actual manufacturing of the clothes and the details. Those type of outfits, we will sell to the general population in a limited quantity on faster premium goods. And then for everything else that we create like in-house, we'll probably sell at local events. So if you're following our page and we have an event, that will be your opportunity to purchase from us. And um, quick story, people will steal this from you. That's how much of a demand that we've created that our, we went to a clinic last time in San Antonio and one of the parents was like, you told us last year and I thought you were hyping your clothes up. And I told him, no, if you leave your Crocs down with your gibbets in them, they'll take the gibbets out of them or they'll take your Crocs. She said they took the gibbets, left the Crocs. Wow. So, you know, for us, we, we appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate the demand, but we, we like to keep it that way where the demand is the same, which yeah. is like, if you're wearing the clothes, you're a part of us. If you go to the airport and you see somebody have a faster premium, a premium outfit on, they with you. They, yo, they part of your club. You need to talk to them and y'all need to get to know each other and, and exchange information. It's an instantly start a conversation. Y'all are fraternity. Y'all are sorority. Y'all are family. Y'all are together. Y'all are related in a way. Y'all have access to each other. Y'all might as well take use of that. You know what I mean? In a positive way. That's what we're trying to create with the community. We're trying to create more of a a community across the world with people that believe in our brand and believe in what we're believing, uh, our principles, you know? So what's the, what's your favorite pieces that y'all created so far? This is my number one right yeah, now. This is it. Right here, yeah, this, this is it, it right this now. I ain't gonna lie. Press. This, yeah, this is number one. Come on now. Yeah. Cause I mean, I just never seen, you know, like with the embossed, the way that it came out, it looks so unique. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, then look what we did, the specifics here. Hold the front part. So like we, we have even the inlets where your hands are covered here and you can zip down. You know, usually people don't do that because, you know, it's supposed to be covering and they wouldn't put a color zipper here. But we felt like it gives that cozy feel and it gives that warmth. And also you're going to be able to put your arms in here, the drop shoulder. We have the hoodie to be a little bit thicker, more um, luxurious. When it gets cold, it covers your ears at all times. Even when you're just sitting here, it's almost like having a scarf on. These are small details that we're very, you know, we're big on. And I'm not gonna lie as well. I don't know about y'all, but I'm always trying to find somewhere to put my phone and my pockets be hella, hella unloyal. <laughs> now nah, I can just zip that thing up just like this. Unloyal is crazy. And now oh, we good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what we're on. So like whenever you talk with us, you know, a lot of people are gonna like look at how clean that is, that drip. Like we don't talk like that. We talk by functionality, we talk about the weight, the quality, how much does it shrink, how long does it last. For us, we want you to have quality wear that can last you and you look cold every time. You know, mm-hmm. I grew up in a place where coaches look lame as hell. You know what I mean? And athletes, some athletes look lame as hell, even to this day. But now I feel like we can just look like who we are. You know what I mean? On like, and off the track. Everywhere, mm-hmm. bro. Just be ourselves and be cool, man. Like And feel comfortable, bro. This is comfortable. Yeah. So for the people out there who are, I know you said that it's very exclusive to be able to get this kind of stuff from you guys. Yeah. Um, can you can you still shout out exactly where your page is yeah. or where they can be able to at least look at it and, and try to convince you to be able to get some of this gear? <laughs> now, look, we're letting you get it. It's, it's on fasterpremiumgoods.com. 
If you go on there, there's a, a newsletter you can sign up for too. Um, we're going to do a drop of this in November. We have a pre-drop that's happening right now. Um, if you're cool with us and you shoot us a DM, we can give you access to the pre-drop, but we got to kind of know you or know somebody that know you. Shoot a DM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot a DM. Uh, faster, faster Premium, yeah, premium Goods. Faster Premium Goods. Doc, yeah, on, on Instagram. Just shoot us a DM and then- Only there. Yeah. Don't be shooting DMs. Don't shoot fast DMs fast prep. Don't shoot DMs fast prep. Faster premium goods. And then say you saw the you saw this. If you saw yeah. this and you you say this, we'll give you access. Yeah. How about that? We'll give you some access. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate y'all, man. Yeah, you know, you definitely hipped us a game about what fashion really is, especially merging what high fashion should look like with active wear mm-hmm. and where the movement is going. And you guys are creating the movement. It's exciting. Um, can't wait to see what's coming out next, man. man for appreciate sure. you for having us, man. Like, yes, I look sir. forward appreciate to your, your your line coming out here but soon. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm saying, yeah, I'm hey, to show them the drill. Show them the drill. Stop playing with them. Show them the drill. Hey, that's it, man. Another episode of Ready, Set, Go. We in the books. Till next time. Gang, gang. Talk to y'all later, man. Peace. We out. Peace.